Oh, hello, XOers. This is Sam McVeigh, and um, we're going to talk about some marriage stuff today. I'm here with Amy McVeigh. Hello. Introduce, say hi and tell them how I helped you have a lot of kids. Yeah, so I got hemmed in right away, right after college with Sam McVeigh, yeah. and we had a lot of kids. Right, and you're glad about it. Super glad. How many kids do you have, Amy? We have nine kids uh -huh. and 20 grandkids. Our kids are 32 to 11. Wow. Do you remember when your mom said to me, you might not be able to have children? Yes. Well, I wasn't there, but I heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. She is a liar. Yeah. Anyway, I love her. So, yeah. um, but we're here to talk today about uh, the Reliance team has asked us to talk about uh, di divine design and purpose in marriage. Mm -hmm. And so we're gonna have a conversation about how that affects us and is uh, kind of in the backdrop of how we walk out our uh, lives together. Uh, Amy and I have been married for 33 and a half years. And uh, I think the honeymoon's over and we are still, we're committed to doing this, aren't we? Yeah. And I'm committed to honeymoon honeymoon renewal. Really? Anytime. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for dropping that hint. So what we're going to do is uh, look at some scriptures and then we're going to talk a little bit through purpose and how it's helped us um, and uh, been in the backdrop of driving our faith. Um, so I want to start with a couple of scriptures in Genesis 1, 26 and 27 at the headwaters of creation on the sixth day, I like to say the evening of the sixth day, because he made a few animals that day too. But it says, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over the earth and over every creeping living thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man, singular, in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created plural them. So we see in this uh, scripture that God made man, mankind, his image bearing partners uh, that are uh, really made up of male and female. So the fullness of what man is and what is his partners is male and female. So um, we are uh, that that scripture has informed our hearts about what the fullness is of what God wanted in humanity is male and female together um, walking that out. We uh, also wanted to talk about purpose, and in that regard, Ephesians five thirty one to thirty two, uh, talking about this passage and one again in Genesis two where it said that Adam would when he made Eve that he would uh, leave his mother and father and be joined to his to the woman, and they would become one flesh. And so Paul was the Apostle Paul was talking about this in Ephesians 5, and, and we're going to talk in just a little bit about that, what the husbands do and the wives do and the purpose and all that, but he'll say this verse, Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, in Ephesians 5.31, and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And then this statement, this, this mystery is profound, or this is a profound mystery. I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. And suddenly in the middle of the glory of redemption and God creating the church, he lays out this concept of the marriage between the church, the bride, and Christ, um, the, the bridegroom. And so those, those two uh, passages uh, or places in scriptures have informed us about design and purpose. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Before we do, I want to say this. This is why this is important to us. Um, we're driven by purpose. We are big purpose people, especially me. I like to think that way, big 30,000 foot kind of view of the situation. Amy mm -hmm. thinks a little more practical. This helps us together. Um, but knowing purpose can keep our faith focused and uh, can get us in alignment, in agreement with who the Lord is. 
So the enemy's work is to deceive us. There was a work of deception against Adam and Eve and to get them in conflict with their vertical, with their creator, and horizontally with one another. They end up blaming each other and saying, it's this woman you put here with me. So this issue, though, of getting into into agreement around design gets us into agreement with the grace and the help of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And when Sam was first going through this um, and he, and he read through that, that initial verse about our design and how we are made male and female, um, he created he, them, um, that picture, I was thinking, Sam, we were both pretty idealistic. I remember, I remember I wrote a letter, like one of the few letters was, we are, we are a couple of idealists. Yeah. We just want to do this right. right. We, we fell in love in the Lord. That mm-hmm. was just part of the, the gift of how we were brought together. And so we were ideal in, we're going to walk this out with him. Mm-hmm. Like we had invited his presence in. And I know that's not always the case, but that's how it started. And then you have this practical reality of two individuals and the impossibility. So now when I hear Paul say (laughs) it's a mystery, male and female together and becoming one, I see that so much um, in such a deeper way than Mm. just, you know, flesh. I see it as the impossibility outside of the Lord helping us back to that original design uh, before the fall that we're inviting the Lord into this impossibility of two autonomous um, selfish, independent creatures that want their own way um, coming together. It's impossible, but we do see that big vision. And because what at the beginning, our understanding is, is he made uh, image bearers to be worshipers. So they're mm-hmm. otherly, they're looking away from themselves and and to, to see one another by faith, to serve the other one. It, it, that was the natural beginning to not be focused on self first. Yeah. And then the fall just twists everything up, bloats up self, and everybody's thinking about themselves and who caused their problems. And so, yeah, yeah so it takes a miracle. Yeah, because it's not just the, the two-year-olds that yeah. want autonomy and are selfish and throw the fits. It's, it's all of us forever when, we're, when we are coming out and trying to be independent instead of staying in partnership. And we're yeah. made like point is we're made to be in partnership with the lord with people obviously in marriage did you just kind of in a clouded way call me a two-year-old that throws fits us mutual oh both of us do okay great so anyway so what we're saying is that to know design is to get our agreement our faith our yes uh, together with what the lord wants which is the miracle of saving us from ourselves Mm -hmm. and uh so we are able to yeah by faith uh, agree with his purpose, and then see his help come uh, by the power of the Spirit and by his grace. Right. And so knowing then behind that, that not only does that have a humanity kind of thing, that the image, the fullness of the image of God is us together, but is also got a prophetic, if it will, a testimony. This mm-hmm. is Christ in the church, mm-hmm. which we believe the destiny of the church is in Revelation 19, there's going to be a wedding mm-hmm. and the bride, the church and, and Christ are going to be wedded. Whatever that means, there's a, a certain, there's a union right now, but it is coming in fullness. And there's even allusions in Revelation that will reign together. And mm-hmm. so those realities are, are fairly overwhelming to us and important to us, uh, meaning this is more than just about our 50, yay, 75-year marriage is that we are able to uh, bear a testimony 
in this age, in our generation, of a right. greater reality. Um, so, and that's that's kind of a big deal. Is is thinking about we we do like the Sam and Amy story. We like who's come out of the Sam and Amy story. We we right. love living in that. But in in at the end of the day, we're actually preaching mostly non-verbally through our relationship about a greater reality, which is Christ in the church. Yeah. And I, I kept having a, a picture in my mind when you first said this yesterday of um, about how we are made to be in partnership like that, that we're designed that way, that the Lord, he himself is that way, three in one, um, and the impossibility of that. So I think about the gift of marriage being we are preparing each other mm-hmm for partnership ultimately for eternity with the lord and so by coming down coming low yeah i'm actually helping you and you're helping me to um let my true self come out let your true self come out as we were designed in the beginning yeah yeah so some of this stuff is there's a lot of practical stuff and we know in the other sessions they're going to kind of cover some of those things um, and we felt tempted as we were preparing for this to kind of get into the weeds of the day to day, which is really important, yeah. but we want to stay missioned here and talk about this big macro picture. And, and, and the reason that that's important and I do think is practical is that if we have the big picture, then it'll keep us calibrated for how to steward right. the micro. So when I'm going through the, the pains and the troubles and the stuff, and again, we're going to mention some of these things, but just the having to work through the self-autonomy and wanting to be selfish and those kind of things and to give ourselves again uh, remembering the big picture keeps us gives us empowers us to think rightly about those little things so Mm -hmm. we don't end up in a cul-de-sac and get into the drama of that situation we can think about the big picture is that yeah a little more objectively than if we weren't doing that right right yeah so it's not just getting through the day. It's not just getting through these little circumstances. We actually have, we're big vision people. So I think about that scripture in Proverbs 28, where it talks about without a vision, the people perish in one translation, or they cast off restraint is the mm-hmm. deal, or self-control. Right. And so being driven by vision is, mm-hmm. is essential, not just to ministry or business development, but relational, mm-hmm. to have a vision for your relationship that's birthed in the scriptures can, can drive you to where you have that discipline. You're locked in and going, it gives you just extra fuel for endurance <laughs> for right. being able to see the picture. But so we would hope that this podcast, just in these little moments would help engender you. And you would think about having vision for your marriage that might be, yeah, we don't want to break up and yeah, we want to be successful. And yes, we want to be helpful to people. Those are all awesome things. We love them but maybe even a really, really big picture of a kingdom kind of reality that you are a living testimony, a epistle that people read nonverbal. They, they see the testimony of Christ in the church in mm-hmm. the certain personalities you are. And that kind of big picture can help we think you endure things are going and help you endure warfare because the enemy is constantly, I think people without purpose are blown around by every wind mm-hmm. and thing that happens. This circumstance is going to run. It's over. Blah, 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 and we're like, eh. there's a bigger, if you've got the big vision, then you'll endure through this and you can have a bit of a, a, a longevity to yeah. what you're thinking about and yeah. war against an enemy that hates our marriages. Yeah. There's just warfare constantly within our flesh and outside of us to break this testimony. Yeah. So, if I'll just if I yep. can just share a little bit what has so for myself some simple big picture cuz I haven't had I haven't 
walked in all of these verses, but I was raised in just some basic, you know, you get married, that's Mm -hmm. forever. And behind that is the fear of the Lord. And so that's always been a protector for me. And um, so Psalm 16 um, has been a verse that's been close to my heart for quite a while. And so just a little part of that is, um, preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. Mm. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. And just speaking to women, um, Mm. I would say our place being just naturally a little bit under the man, which is, I believe, how God made it, just the picture of that covering of of the husband. Um, you can make a choice to get lost in that mm-hmm. and lose yourself. You can make a choice to just fight for yourself and it become independent and separate and not what the Lord intended. So I, I just say this part that... I believe it's really important Mm. for a woman to know who she is. Mm. And if she knows who she is, and if she knows that the Lord is her refuge, if she knows that ultimately the Lord is her chosen portion and her cup, Mm -hmm. then, and if she can accept the lines and how they've fallen, and if she can trust the Lord in that, whatever those lines might be. And again, I wanted to say, we aren't talking about extreme situations. Right, exactly. We're not saying in an abusive situation, yeah. a woman should say, I'm not, I'm, I'm speaking to the normal um, marriage conflict uh, dynamic. Um, if you can do that, then you can trust him. You can say, Lord, I have a just cause here. I'm feeling this, this tension that's unbalanced or whatever it might be. If you know who you are and you know who your keeper is, then you can go low. Like it says, Jesus, knowing who he was, he then washed right. the disciples' right. feet. And so that dynamic is a line for me that if I don't do due diligence of understanding who I am, how the Lord made me and what my own purpose is, then I am not a good partner to you. Right. And, um, that can that can get lost in and out over years, you know, during circumstances. We we aren't just married. A lot of times we have kids, right? right? And and there's distractions, or you have a job, or your identity can get um, thrown around. Right. And so I would just say, as diligent as you must be in loving your wife or respecting your husband, we have to be diligent with our own heart. Um, to steward that and to really know who we are. So then we can actually do that in a healthy way. Yeah. So vision and purpose help us with that. And so you're referring to Ephesians chapter five before the profound mystery that's Christ, mm-hmm. the church is unpacked. He'll talk about women submit one to another. Right. And then it'll identify how that happens. The woman is to uh, submit or respect in some translations to right. respect the man. And the man is to love the wife right? and to give himself and to go low and do that. So that love and respect dynamic is going on. And I think I hear what you're saying. I want to ask this. It, 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 what you're saying is that we, we are fueled to do that. We can do that if we're rooted in an identity right. that's not built in the circumstances of the right now and right. somebody else's behavior. 
Because right. so many people are responding like ping pong balls bouncing off of each other. Well, he did this, he did that, he didn't. We're all reacting instead of being rooted. Right. And so you could be a, a doormat that is obeying the Lord. <laughs> right. Or you could be a doormat that is ignoring the Lord mm. um, just to avoid conflict. Yeah. You know, both can happen. So it's not about necessarily exactly what we do. It's are we listening to him? Yeah. And are we willing, sometimes we're called to go low and just be quiet, yeah. right? We talk about that. When do we bear with each other and right. just let things go? When is it time to stand up and say, I got to say something here. I think, mm-hmm. I think something's a little off. You know, the Holy Spirit guides that and right. he's the one that does it. And so it's, does that make sense it what does. I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that the what we think is that the world culture and philosophy and worldly wisdom is constantly thrusting us toward what is ours. Are we getting ours? Are we being right. treated right? Are we being... And so the Jesus justice we talk about is so radical. If they slap you on one cheek... And again, we're not talking about abuse here, but we're talking about bearing with one another to go the mm-hmm. extra mile, to do that kind of thing rooted in love and rooted in yeah an identity that's beyond you're going to make me what I am. I already am something like Jesus. Right. You referred to that knowing who he was and the father had given him everything. He then took the his clothes and put the towel and washed yeah. feet. He didn't go low because he was insecure. Right. I'm not low. having to get my security yep. from you in that right. way. So then I can actually That's huge. be objective in our right. discussion. So what can happen in this is we can end up making each other the Holy Spirit. We're trying mm-hmm. to get something out of somebody that we only can get out of the Lord. And we've done that a thousand times. Well, yeah, like I was, I was thinking this morning I was laughing because I'm like, even this morning, like we were discussing what we're going to do. Yeah. And this fear starts to come up, I think in both of us that like, (laughs) she's going to go too far this way and she's going to miss the point. He's going to go too far this way. And like that fear Mm -hmm. is a, it is a, signal immediately I realize that I'm not trusting the Lord. I'm being the Holy Spirit for you and you are for me and or the world, you know? And so, yeah, just when we see that, we feel that fear, even if it's for a good cause, like we want to do this podcast well, right? Mm -hmm. Then stop. And like, oh, yeah, Holy Spirit, what are you doing? The point is we're partnering with you. We're partnering with each other. We're partnering with you. What I think would have been helpful to us earlier days is this someone had talked about you're going to need your triggers transformed. Mm-hmm. And that's what you just mentioned. And so um, you're gonna you're going to be triggered with fear, and it's going to move you down. Either you're going to trust the Lord. When I was afraid, right. I trust in the Lord. David will say, or your fear is going to move you to, you know panic and all kinds of bad habits of responding in fleshly ways to one another. So um, in the midst of what we're talking about, a way that I think our triggers can be transformed, that's a whole other podcast, or these behaviors is if we're rooted in purpose and yeah. design and vision that we always default back to there's a bigger thing going on here than just getting through this day. Mm-hmm. But this can fuel me to get through this day in a holy way. Yeah. And so we just wanted to yeah, take some time in this and, and re- keep saying this over and over, repetitive, but wanted to encourage everybody listening to, um, to think about it. And maybe you do this at certain levels, maybe you don't, but to where you are having discussion with one another and you're thinking about 
in a disciplined kind of way about design and purpose. And this kind of stuff is preached in sermons. It's You probably hear it in sermons. You hear it. You've read it in books. But to be able to dialogue about it and get your heart rooted in it, like we're talking right now, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Right. You know what I mean? It builds your faith when you speak words of life and the scripture to one another. And that takes some intentionality because we're usually all working on our marriage when it's in trouble. Mm-hmm. We're not proactive, you know. I'll talk to guys like, don't wait till your sexuality you struggle. Pre proactively pray about that. And so the same thing with with marriage is being able to be proactive in vision sharing when there's not trouble, so that when you go into the times that you're kind of defaulting to that. Yeah. And so we uh, wanted to encourage you and, and kind of challenge you here at the end as we as we I have a challenge and Amy's going to have a challenge, but my challenge is this: is that you would re-meditate on this to take some of the scriptures we talked about you may phrase it different you may think about it different but what is the big picture design and purpose and destiny of your marriage and then not only think about that personally have time have couch time or something where you'll sit and say this to each other and then add your agreement and so that's that's kind of my my challenge to you is in the, before the XO whenever you have some time post the the conference that you would take some time to say words of life words of vision to one another so that uh, it kind of gets in you as a couple because there's a individual consciousness if you will and I'm not trying to be weird but there is a couple consciousness that you're developing a culture between you and I just want to encourage you to kind of work for the core, work for the center and say these words. So take three, four, five times, take, take one time and see how it goes, but say it back to each other and say what you agree about from a biblical point of view that's beyond your feelings and beyond your experiences. Yeah. And do you have anything personal to the men or... I just maybe. would like them to lead in lead that. Lead in that, maybe, yeah. To, yeah, if the guys could do it, and again, don't want to, it's going to maybe be a long term, but just say Bible verses. We just put them in here. Say purpose to one another. Have Ask your wife if you can't say it, because sometimes wives are better at articulating, have them say it back to right. you. Right, get it started. Yep, get the conversation started around big vision and purpose. Say it to each other and add your agreement. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, my challenge would just be... Uh, there are going to be plenty of opportunities uh, to do this. But a few years ago, I I had this phrase come of embracing the tensions as opportunities for supply. So if you have uh, tensions coming up in your marriage and, and mm. if you could see that as this is an invitation yeah. for Holy Spirit, I need you take more ground in my heart, inviting him in. If you would start to... Um, challenge your point of view of the tensions your goal not being to get rid of them but what are you going to do with them mm. and um i wanted to bring in grandma johnny into this podcast My because grandma. his sam's grandma johnny she just passed away she was 101 and um she was an amazing lady and uh what i came one of the big things that the lord talked to my heart about i've always learned from her different things but one thing i've learned is she never took herself too seriously. Mm. And um, I, I want to I wanna challenge you to do that. Care for yourself, but don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take your reputation too seriously. Mm. Don't take, well, are they thinking about me correctly too seriously? Mm. The Lord is the one in charge of thinking about those things for you. Mm. So your, your, your energy should go into 
trusting the Lord with those things of your life, knowing that they are in good hands. And then you don't have to, you can be free um, to just move on, not be offended. Um, that's the challenge that I'm taking for myself. So I'll pass that on. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we hope this blesses you. We hope you can uh, meditate on these things, talk about these things, um, somehow practically work out these challenges and just know that we're praying for your marriages. In fact, I want to pray for you right now. Yeah. So, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus uh, that uh, you're, you're the one who designed marriage. Though that might try to be hijacked by the world and a redefinition, we thank you that you've already defined male and female are man. They are the fullness of what you meant by mankind, by image bearers. So thank you for the unity of that. And we carry a glorious testimony of Christ in the church that our very union together and covenant together is preaching a great reality, an eternal reality. And so I'm asking for everyone that's listening for you to root them deep yes, in Lord. a conviction around your mind and your heart as revealed in the Bible. Lord, we thank you for marriages. And we sit here saying it's not been easy. There are uh, good seasons and tough seasons and distracting seasons, and, and but, but you just are so faithful to help us. And so we're just asking, calibrate every couple that listens to this, their hearts and their minds with your purpose and design. And so we give you glory and thank you for your grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And I wanted to say one more thing. We were going to talk about this. I just want to be clear. Um, divorced, never divorced. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is for everyone. That's right. And our stories are a story. Um, but yeah, I just have a heart to communicate the grace and mercy of the Lord yeah. and walking freshly in the today of where he has you right? and how we know that he takes everything. I truly believe that and works it to good. So every morning, every morning we get to wake up with that, with that fresh start. And it takes two um, equally yoked to, mm. to be able to walk out this impossible yeah. mystery. And so I, I just want to communicate that grace and um, yeah. make sure that if you're battling shame in any way, which is probably another podcast, um, that you just say no to that. You yeah. just come in agreement with what the Lord is doing in you. Yeah. And that we did talk about, because sometimes you come in here and talk about 33 years, you talk about this. And yeah. It's all the ideal stuff, but we've exactly. all missed the design. We've all been broke. We right. We're broken. We got blind spots. Absolutely. And you can just start where you are. My dad did that, divorced from my mom, but he is second marriage. It was fruitful and amazing. And so yeah. we believe this can start today, start Amen. fresh today. It could be a new, a new day. Amen. Amen.